Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecovis store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Are people putting rocks in your pack? Do you have friends like Derek who shove their food trash into your water bottle sleeves? Then the pack key fob is the right solution for you. Make sure nobody else's hands, gear, or rocks sneak through zippers or into hydration sleeves by keeping your pack locked up. Just click the lock button, listen for the beep beep sound, and your pack will be closed for business. When it's locked, no trail villain will cause you harm anymore. Check it out at backpackingblisters.com. Beep, 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 everybody. This is Derek, and with me today is the only man to backcountry fish using his own dental floss and chunks of chili mac with beef as bait, Carl Mandrioli. There he is. Welcome to Season 7 Backpacking Listeners Podcast. Everybody, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. With me today is Derek Somerville. He's a man that's so strong mentally, physically, and emotionally that he uses bear spray to season his meat. That's right. That's right. That, that's right. that would have been the nicest thing you've ever said. That's right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, I've, I'm just happy that you're no longer a part-time vegan, so that's kind of part of a celebration, <laughs> part-time right? Part-time vegan. <laughs> Never gets old, folks. Never gets old. Never gets there old. There we go. Right. We got a doozy. We have the legend on today. Rowan, Rowan Smith. From yes. Summit Strength. Right. He's one of my, right. He's probably my fave. He's just he's just the, the, the guy of guys. He's so smart. He is. He he is going to be trying to share some high quality information with everybody while Derek is trying his best to derail him, to send him off the I'm tracks of truth. Is that accurate? Going to try, and he handles it with grace. He does effortlessly. Yeah, you know. Every time so. we have him on, I always wonder, like, how does he? Like, why does he come back on our show? He's he's trying to give good information, and we are wrecking it. Basically, I think we're time. we're good people. You know, I think we're good okay. people. I don't know if that <laughs> even matters. Though, even though we're kind of adversarial without the conversations going at times. Yeah, we just create conflict for no reason. And, <laughs> he's and I think a good he likes sport. That. He's a good sport. Yeah, he's a good for sport. sure. So yeah. we've got takeaways to make you stronger, faster, better on the trail, and just some kind of just outside the box ideas that he's got to, you know, for training and just 
Just interesting stories. Just kind of, yeah, a smorgasbord yeah. of goodness. Is that smorgasbord? It's a great word. Thank you. Great word. Cornucopia. Cornucopia yeah. is another way, good one. All right. Yeah. So our Bible verse for the episode is Judges 16.6. So Delilah said to Samson, tell me the secret of your great strength and how you can be tied up and subdued. Derek, what's the <laughs> secret of your great strength and hiking ability? What's the secret? Yeah. Well, I don't want you to tie me up and... You know, I'm not. That wasn't part of the question. I don't know if you're going to do that. You know, gotta have to push through your shenanigans, and uh, you know, I think it's. I think there's always some degree for every hiker to. You have this like battle within whether it's like extreme or or minor or whatever. You're always like kind of like, I can get through this. I just got to power through this. I got to get over this. I got to. So I, I that's something I really enjoy about. You know, how much can you take? Right. right until you actually have to stop it. In the early days, uh, really before you started backpacking with us, we had a lot of people who did give up, a lot of giving up, a lot of being subdued by their own lack of willpower. And so I kind of wonder, you know, kind of in our modern age of backpacking, we've been going so long that now when we bring new people, do do you think they feel sort of like compelled to finish as a result? Because in our experience, like, you know, we haven't had a lot of failures. We've had some, but mm. not a lot. And so do you think do you think there's some kind of this pressure when, when maybe basically like newbies go with experienced folks that like you know, that there's sort of this expectation they finish? Um, I mean, I, I think it would be foolish to say maybe not a little subconsciously. Yeah. You know, I know I felt that way my first trip because I'm like or the death march at least, because right. I was like, Oh gosh, you know, like I'm invited, this is a big deal. You know, you just don't want to be the odd man out. Nobody likes to be the odd man out. So right. I think um, hopefully we create an environment, though, that's, like, friendly and encouraging. And, um, like, we've all been there right. where, you know, you're struggling. Yeah. And so hopefully we help them through it. So I think for the most part, yeah, it doesn't always work out. And we don't always hit trails that meet everybody's, you know, expectations or ability. But we do our best. So right. um, we try. But for those of you that have struggled on a trail like we have, Hopefully there's some takeaways for you, specifically with Rowan Smith. So we've got that coming up right now. Boom. With us today is the host of the Training for Trekking podcast, a man who knows way more about backpacking fitness than both Derek and I combined, a man with a real Australian accent, Rowan Smith. How's it going today? Oh, I'm good. Thanks. I'm good. I'm 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 stoked to to be back on the show after after this time. And as I we was saying before, I'm actually stoked to kind of see both of your faces now in the video format. So, uh, so yeah, really looking forward to having a chat today. Carl, do you feel like he like amps up the accent a little because we're on? You know, like you know what I mean? Like just amp like, like hey guys, how you doing? It's good to see you. All right, mate. You know, like I feel like he, like amps up just a little bit because he knows we like it. It's good. It's good though. It's good. Um. Yeah, I think I don't think so. I think you were trying to just have an excuse to share your fake Australian accent. It doesn't look look, Rowan, it doesn't sound fake. I well, believe you're really good. in Australia. No, I have been told that before. My accent kind of comes in and out depending on the people I talk to. So uh so you're not the first <laughs> oh one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Carl's Carl's comes and goes, his American one. So it does. It does. Uh well let's jump into it. Let's jump into it. Let's let's in some recent episodes you uh you you hurt yourself. Let's let's talk about the injury here. How did you how did you hurt yourself and how are you doing now and what's what's going on? Yeah, so this was a this is an interesting one, and this is a kind of the, the last episode I guess I'd done on the podcast where I was kind of in like crisis mode, where I just sort of really, really was not in a good way, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to mm. kind of negative energy into a podcast because they're going to be super, super relevant. So before I sort mm. of say exactly what I did, I'll sort of say that like the reason I was talking about this is because it was just a sort of is a, a situation that I hear from my hikers 
all the time. And this time I was on the kind of other end of it in the sense a lot of people I work with, like they are hikers, backpackers, mountaineers who do have injury issues like knee pain, foot pain, back pain, whatever it may be. And a lot of people come to us and they're like, look, I'm training for this trip. Um, I have this issue. We kind of want to like work around it. And one of the things mm. that happens in any type of pain or injury journey, there's ups, there's downs, there's flare ups and this and that. Right. And every single week I'm helping hikers who are like four weeks out from the trip, they've been training them, doing all this stuff. All of a sudden their knee sort of flares up on the trip and they freak out. They just get in this oh, yeah. absolute crazy spot because they're like, you know what, I've been training for this massive thing I've been dreaming about for ages. Um, all of a sudden my knee's flaring up out of nowhere. It hasn't happened in months. This trip's over and this and that. We go into this absolute spiral. So so my job is like always saying, look, you know what, it's fine. We're going to do what we can, settle it, get it back, back, get back together. We can work around it and get you where you need to be. And, and 99% yeah. of the time, that's what we do and it's absolutely fine. But in this situation for me, I was on the other end of it. I was yeah. in the middle of the freak out and I was like, oh my gosh, this. <laughs> and what actually happened was a little bit different to, I guess, the hiking context. But recently for myself, being a trainer, um, one of the things that most trainers go through is they just get bored of their own training because I've been doing the mm. same and I just need a bit of a change. And I was like, you know, what? Sure. completely different to anything I've ever done. Completely different to hiking, completely different to tr traditional training. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to actually pick up some some martial arts. Mm. So I've, yes. like, mixed oh, I've been doing uh, a bit of cool stuff and, you know, I suck at it, but I've been doing it. Um, I'm basically signed up in this thing where I basically do 20 weeks of this program and it ends up being a, an official fight at the end, which is like, you know what? Oh, completely wow. different to what I've done. But I was like, yeah, awesome. Um, and then, yeah, basically what happened is one day we were doing wrestling and I suck at wrestling. I'm not very good. Um, and yeah, I just hurt my arm and I came out of the gym and I was like, oh my gosh, I feel like I've torn my bicep Yikes. off the bone. I'm terrible. I was mm. driving home and I was like, I feel awful. I was like, you know, on that point where I was like, I need to get home and get painkillers into me. I need to get some ice onto it. And and in my head, I was like, you know what? I've been training for 12 weeks, 13, 14 weeks for this thing. And now this has happened and I'm not going to be ready. Like th this journey's right, over. Right, I put right, so much right. time and dedication to this. Yeah. And that's basically what happened. I was like, you know what? This is exactly the journey that my hikers go through and so many hikers go through as well. So, so yeah, that was the injury. I'm feeling kind of fine okay. now. I'm a bit still beat up, but I was fine in a couple of days. But, uh, but yeah, it was an interesting huh. thing on the other side of it compared to you know, what I'm usually helping people with. So it sounds like you signed up to fight and got injured. Right? Is that, do people do that a lot, Carl, you think? People for fighting. Do they get injured when they fight? You, you feel think? like I, I would know a lot about fighting you're that's true you don't fight anything. i have seen the documentary called here comes the boom with kevin james where he was a high school science teacher 100 percent accurate yeah yeah then yeah. he basically like beat a professional mma guy is that is that where you're headed rowan yeah that's true <laughs> yeah yeah of course of course that's uh, that's how how it's gonna be <laughs> <laughs> okay wow. scenario for you i okay so you obviously got so i you didn't get hurt you know while while out training like on the trail or anything um, you got hurt while training for MMA stuff, but let's just pretend that you got hurt on the trail. You hurt your arm. And it felt the same way, and and you're laying on the trail, and next and like in that moment, you're you're obviously upset. You're angry, and you happen to have a trekking pole next to you. Would you smash the trekking pole in extreme anger? Would that? He's, be he's referring that be? to me. Oh, all right. For me personally, I <laughs> love my pole. There's no way I'm going to break my pole. <laughs> they're my best friend okay so, uh, but yeah i could see i could sort of see how that could happen <laughs> what if what if your your poles are like 20 years old and you're, you're already toying with the idea of getting new ones 
<laughs> would you then, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe you can get away with smashing one. I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, always excuse to upgrade, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So right. it doesn't sound like he has, has um, rage smash anger issues like you do. Well, if you but, break uh, one, you might as well break the other. You know what I mean? It's like, whatever. <laughs> so, okay. So when, you, when you're, when you're not feeling good on the trail, like, what do you give us a tip or two about like, what, what do you do when you're on the trail and you're not feeling good? Are you like, are you taking a nap behind a tree? Are you like grabbing a marmot and taking a nap and cuddling with him? Like, what do you do? To help yourself feel better on the trail, like what, what's going on? Yeah, and this is another thing that I have conversations with hikers every single week in the sense that they'll come to me and they'll be like, you know what, I've been training, everything's going good. Then all of a sudden they go on a big hike and yeah. for whatever reason, they just feel terrible. They're sluggish, they're like flat, they're not feeling energetic. Maybe their hiking partners aren't the best company and they're not having a good time or, or whatever. Um, mm, I get that. I know about that. I know about that. <laughs> Original. Yeah. So, uh, so typically when we are kind of feeling, feeling bad, there's uh, three really, really simple things that I recommend to my clients, which um, they're just simple things. They're kind of common sense, but sometimes just having this top of mind when we're in these situations, it can make kind of all the difference. Now, first and foremost, for most hikers, um, if we're not feeling good, if we're feeling un- not energetic, we're feeling a bit fatigued, whatever it may be, first and foremost, first thing is just eat something. In all honesty, it's something we've been told for so many years, and then we all know um, if we're in a bad mood, just eat something and probably sort you out. That's a, uh, not a solution, but will help so many hikers because, you know, I can't remember if we talked talk about in previous episodes, but under-eating for most hikers is just a really typical thing. Um, you know, we can survive by just eating anything. It doesn't really matter. Like, we can kind of get through any type of hikes. But if we really want to, like, you know, optimize our energy and, like, quotation marks, we just need to eat a little bit more than we're kind of used to. So, Quite often, hikers mm. will end up being just underfueled, underenergized. They're just in a bad spot. Just a little bit extra food in them um, can go all the way. Now, now, are you saying mm. any food, or do you recommend like you know, if you're feeling bad, like 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 pound the carbs or pound the protein or mixture yeah. chocolate, cho- chocolate, chocolate. The so very, very, very best thing. And and this is like you know, if you are completely opposed to this, fair enough. Don't block me in box saying I'm completely wrong. I know people don't like this, but high carbohydrate, um, low fat, low protein, low fiber. So it's basically sort of food that's very quick digesting, mm. quick energy. Um, it's kind of the opposite of like, you know, what we consider healthy eating. So, right. you know, but as Derek said, lollies, pretzels, crackers, piece of fruit, whatever it may be, just that's something that's just going to be quickly digested, not sit in your stomach. And, and that in itself can just pull us out right. really, really easy. Um, okay. So that's the first tip that I always sort right. of say. Um, the second thing is if you're not feeling kind of amazing is, you know, typically just sort of pulling back your pace. Um, I don't know how many times I have this conversation. Because yeah. again, it's kind of common sense, but a lot of us just really hesitant to do it when we're out with other people. Um, and we end up sort of hiking other people's pace. That can kind of drag us along. You know, we end up getting a little bit tired and this and that. But if you're not feeling amazing, just pulling your pace back compared to what your normal pace is, just right. slightly, slightly, slightly slower. That in itself is, makes all the difference. Um, and it just you know, reduces your energy output, just makes us feel a bit more in control. Um, sometimes we obviously need to have a conversation with our hiking crew around that, which can be difficult to approach sometimes because, you know, very rarely we want to admit that we're knackered or we're not feeling amazing. Right. Um, but, uh, but you know, that in itself. Do you, do you have anybody hiking at such a slow pace, such as Derek, that if they slow it any more, they might be going backwards? That doesn't yes. really happen. Absolutely. All the time. Okay, I, I think pace is hard for us because, you know, people usually schedule their flights home the same day. So we have to make sure we get back. That, right? Uh, <laughs> when there's a when there's a hard stop on a hike, that's so true. Uh, we're not slowing our pace because we had, we had a, a flight to make. That's happened multiple times. Yeah. That's funny. All right. That's so number funny. two, slow your pace, slow your roll, kind of understand snack. that. Get some, yeah, eat a snack, yeah, number one. Okay. Like 
Then All right. Number three, again, super simple. And again, something you've probably heard a million times before, but it's good to have top of mind. Is just get, taking two minutes, three minutes, whatever it may be, just to do some really, really intentional breathing. doesn't mm. have to be a fancy mm. like breathing technique. doesn't have to be anything, but literally just taking a couple of minutes where you're not moving, just have some big breaths in, big breaths out, just kind of reset. Um, that in itself can just be just do all the difference in regards to mental clarity of like how we're feeling, resetting that mood, whatever it may be, just slowing down the heart rate a little bit, just like kind of getting us back in the zone. Um, and again, it's, mm. it's common sense. We've done this in so many times in our life when we're stressed and this and that. But actually applying that in the trail in that moment, it can just go a long way. I, I love that idea because I'll sometimes try that on the trail, I'll do the breathing, but then I'll also like couple it with like stretching or something and just like take a mm-hmm. couple minutes and like stretch it out. Carl likes to take his backpack off immediately. So he's doing that a lot during the trail. So I do, um, you know, I think, yeah, stretching, breathing is a good way to reset mentally, at least for me. I don't know. So I, I love that idea. It's good. Mr. Miyagi says in through nose, out through mouth. Do you subscribe to that philosophy? Yeah, I like that personally. Um, I don't know, like, okay. you know, how, how, how much science is in. Like breathing science is a funny thing. If you ever looked into it, people are saying some crazy stuff. But, you know, practicality, I love it. Like, it just feels good. Okay. settles me down. So, so yeah, um, I agree with Mr. Myung. <laughs> <laughs> who wouldn't? I mean, who wouldn't really? Who wouldn't? Okay. And so, yeah. so what we've been doing is we, we, we kind of are, are cycling our questions through with Rowan here, kind of tracking some of his recent episodes. He's giving us little portions of them, hoping to, like, yeah, maybe entice to check out his awesome podcast. And so um, he's got these, I don't know, they're just they're, these very bite-sized episodes with helpful tips. And so we're just kind of cycling through a few of them. So, in one of your episodes, it was like your elements of fitness, you referencing endurance, strength, power, aerobic fitness, mobility. And so having all these different elements of fitness to kind of maximize your time out on the trail. So my question is, which of those is most commonly ignored? And then can you tell us the risk of ignoring that? So I think on that, like when we're breaking down, breaking down those things, probably the number one that's most commonly ignored, and I'll preface first saying it's not a big deal, is the power. Because it's not super relevant mm. for hikers. I think I said in that episode, like going to it, you know, it can be beneficial, but it's not something we really need to focus on. But basically, when we're coming into relevance for hiking, probably the one that is most ignored or most overlooked is is the strength. Um, in the sense that strength okay. is just has so many benefits. And and a lot of hikers will sort of say, hey, I'm doing some type of strengthening or some type of strength training. Um, but maybe the way they're going about things is a little bit more towards the endurance training. So what I mean by that is, you know, they may say, hey, I'm doing a bunch of bodyweight squats at home and I'm doing lots and lots of step ups, um, which is great, has a lot, a lot of benefits. But if they're doing, you know, lots and lots and lots of repetitions, 15, 20, 30, just doing lots and lots and lots with low resistance, that probably goes more towards the endurance side of things, which has its benefits, but it's probably not really doing enough resistance to hit the strength. And the beauty of the strength is when we can have a little bit extra difficulty, a little bit extra challenge, a little bit extra resistance. It just has some fantastic benefits in regards to injury and pain prevention. Um, and just getting that stimulus into the area can just do amazing, amazing things. Um, it can do some great things for our movement efficiency, meaning kind of as we get stronger, our muscles get a little bit more efficient at moving together. So every single kind of step we take ends up using just a tiny little bit less energy, which isn't a big deal day to day. But then obviously if we're on the trail for hours, days, time, right, that right. really adds up. Um, and then also for the fact of things like balance and stability and, uh, and even just pure confidence of just having that, those muscles just for that extra strength, it just goes such a long mm-hmm. way. So I would right. sort of say, yeah, strength is right. probably missed by a lot of people and, and a lot of people may consider they're doing strength training, but it may not technically subscribe to, you know, getting those exact benefits from, from what they're doing, which can sometimes be a bit tricky. Yeah. So to increase strength, I mean, like Carl will usually take a backpack and throw like some weights in it. 
walk around the grocery store. Is that going to strengthen Correct. your ankles? Like a good amount, you think? Ankles, shoulders, right? I would say that would probably fall into a bit more of the endurance stuff. So that stuff can be absolutely amazing. And there's like, I get all my um, hikers doing something like that because I had a lot of good benefits. Uh, but when we're talking about... Wait, something like going to the grocery store with the backpack? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, typically I'll sort yes. of get all of the hikers yes. doing neighborhood walking and a lot of people, yeah, put that together with their groceries or with them meeting friends or getting a coffee or He's validating you, Carl. He's validating well, you. <laughs> what if, this is the best moment of the podcast ever right here, right here. What if you, what if you like throw like live, like, you know, like, cooked ham and chicken in the backpack as well is that wait from the grocery you store like you're trying to steal it from the grocery store like he's at costco he'll throw in those like rotisserie chickens and i'm like what are you why would you do that it's already cooked i don't know it's already he cooked. just i don't know why does it matter if it's you, he throws he throws salmon like salmon in there i don't know i don't get it not how good he's trying to ward off people okay keep children away all right yeah. what, okay you talked about the difference so you mentioned like power versus strength so i'm trying to apply this to the trail so derek and i recently went on a trip where we were hiking up a mountain pass and the word trail or track in australian was was kind of used very loosely and so it was basically <laughs> going like straight yeah. up the side of a mountain and so you're taking it's just i don't know what the you know degree angle was or whatever but it's it's definitely something where you're not on a nice graded trail and so you know, having done, you know, squats and lunges, like those are the muscles you're using with your pack on to climb up, you know, step over step, the steep hill. Shale. Shale, just, yeah, yeah, loose stuff, whatever. Yeah. So is that is that a strength issue or is that just like each step is like, is that like more of an explosive power issue or a combination or what is that? Yeah, probably, probably not so much the explosive power and probably more on the strength and then there may be a few other bits and pieces in there. Um, the power stuff, like really the main relevance for that in regards to hiking, and it is pretty rare, and it's something that you, know, you probably wouldn't spend a huge amount of time training, but it's that kind of quick reaction speed for when things go wrong. So if you step on a rock and mm -hmm. it slides out from front of you and you all, all of a sudden take a lunge to catch yourself, you know, you could argue that's sort of power going in there. Um, uh, typically, okay. it's sort of when we're like sprinting or jumping, that's kind of where power comes in. So I'd say in your, your example, more, more sort of the strength side of things um, probably line into that. So we've noticed that uh, there's been a couple gaps in some of your podcasts. I think earlier this year, towards the beginning of 2023, you had kind of a, a break from your show for, I want to say it was like a month. And then more recently, like you've had another, I want to say it's been another month or so since you've been hurt. I don't know if that, I don't know if like if your, if your injury affects recording the show, but you know what, Derek and I, we try to help out. We, so we're going to, we're stepping in. We thought maybe it's an issue of like running out of ideas oh. for your show. I don't. I don't know. If we got ideas. Yeah, we got a lot of ideas. Not not good ones, but we got a lot. We're not. Yeah, we don't guarantee goodness, but we definitely can guarantee lots of them. We're, <laughs> we're more quantity than quality. So, I've come up with three future episode ideas, and so my question to you is: Which of these are you most likely willing to make to record? All you can right? say. You can say none. You can say none, but that's less fun. So if you want to be on the less fun side, you can join Derek if you want to. <laughs> Wow. Right. So here you know. we go. Option number one is if you want to go faster, here's how you slow others down. Take about that. Okay. So As, that's like we can talk right. about, you know, spiking people's water with like laxatives mm -hmm. or like melatonin and stuff like that or like whatever you, other like, creative ideas you have. Like when you put rocks in your own backpack and blame everybody else. That well, was, that a, that was I, a good. We don't want to give too many answers to wrong because maybe he has his own ideas. That's so, true. My bad. Okay. Yeah. I already yeah. gave two. All right. So yeah. That's one. Number one. Number two. How to use mixed martial arts training for trail fitness and trail villains. Okay. Combat right. on the trail. Yep. Yeah. Number three, 
how to become physically stronger than bears so that you can take their food. Wow. Wow. Cool. Wow. Wow. You know, this is a big toss up between one and three. I'll tell you that both of, <laughs> both of those, they, they, they got, got my creative juices flowing there. So, uh, okay. no, I, I like it. Toss up. Okay. All right. Just, well, just stay tuned folks. So look for those episode ideas. Like we didn't copyright them. You can take them. I mean, you could just like literally copy paste if you want to. Do so, it, please, yep. please do it. Watch please, this. But no, but no MMA. You're not using MMA outside of the, the ring or the octagon to, to battle trail. Villains. What about like MMA on the bear? Yeah, maybe not. I, I, the, the 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 concept yeah. of trail vi- villains over over in Australia just fills us with kind of dread. Mm. Um, so I even going down in that episode, I was like, I wouldn't want to even explore that subject. The thought not, of villains, not so okay. much a lot of villains. We've got the I'm sure everyone they've got the the old stories of the you know the serial guys who used to pick people up on the trail and that. I'm like, yeah, I want to talk about that. That uh, that freaks me out. <laughs> oh, I don't even mean like 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 serious, you know, like oh, just like the ser- like the casual. I mean like 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 for for my local trails, it's uh, mountain bikers or trail villains. Wow, uh, I've had a mountain biker literally try to pick a fight with me <laughs> while he's violating the rules. So that's that's a common trail villain, and I'm not gonna get sucked in, Derek. So just don't. Do you wish you had MMA training like Roan and you could tap out the I biker? probably would, yeah, puff out my chest a little more and have a little more self confidence versus like cowering and saying, "Please leave me alone," but. I mean, you puffing out your chest would be more embarrassing than intimidating, probably, though. No, it wouldn't be if I was MMA trained, right? Well, I I mean, you know, do you have the... Can you pull off the moves? Really? You know? (laughs) You get a lot of injuries. Feet, shoulders, back. You know. Yeah. Let's circle back to MMA real quick, Ron. So you you were training, and then you got hurt. So do we have kind of some sort of like a conclusion on that story, or did you... Who what did happened? you punch, and and how hard was uh, it? No yeah. one, just the air. You know that that's my typical. Okay. <laughs> um, <I> know the, <laughs> he tried to tap out. The, the conclusion air. of that was pretty much the same story that uh, all my clients go through, in the sense that I freaked out for twenty four hours, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to just let things settle, do the right things, let myself recover, and in forty eight hours, I was fine. <laughs> so it was just okay. gone from that absolute spiral of like, oh my gosh, this is over. I'm in pain. This is no good. But then just mm-hmm. taking a step back doing the right things, letting things settle, giving a little bit of love and a bit of TLC. And then, you know, I was fine after that. So it wasn't so much of an injury, but I thought mm. it was game ending, but it was just a, right, a freak right, out. Right. So you, you got a little emotional, a little dramatic. Carl, what, can you give him some input on, um, you know, you do that a lot. So I don't know if there's any way you can help him guide him through that next time i want to know if there's a i want if there's a battle did you so are you having are you having like a, a sparring match or a battle or is there any scenario where you're going to walk out to some sort of like entrance music first of all first of all before he answers they don't call it a battle in mma what do they call it a spar right okay. is it I a spar? spar i said sparring match that's stop it this is okay a, okay continue Can please to your question carl yes um, there will be a, a walking out to music, getting in the octagon, that whole thing yeah. with a fight name and all of that. Like, there's a whole event coming up. It's so funny. Do you have a nickname? Okay. Do you have like a fighting name? Not yet. I'm still gonna still gonna figure that one out. Oh, so we'll okay. see. Trail Trail Beast. All right. Well, hey, for those of you that are uh, willing to respond on social media or on YouTube, please suggest a fighting name for Rowan, and we'll pass it on to him if he doesn't check himself. But can Derek and I guess your your walkout music, and you can tell us who's the closest one? Oh, you already have it. No, okay. but I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what's closer in, in okay. my thoughts, at least. Is it? Is it? Uh, this girl is on fire. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> this girl is on fire. Right? They wouldn't see it coming. They would not see that coming. Yeah, that might be perfect. <laughs> Trail beast Rowan. This you know, I mean, I don't know. Fire. That's what came to your mind at first. That was the first thing that came to your mind, right there. You know, I don't know how they do it in Australia, but it's more fun. 
And that well, sounds like fun. I mean, you get classics like I Have the Tiger. Yeah. That's so cliche. Hey, I'm, I'm just throwing out what's like... Your, what's your thought? What do you think he's got it? I, that's not my thought. I'm just saying there's classics. What is the it? Thunderstruck what by is it? ACDC. What is it? Jack I don't think Johnson better together? Jack Johnson better do, together? Is that what he's doing? mind if I share or you want to just keep Please. on? Please. Please. Okay. okay. You, you two, one? <laughs> what are we doing? Okay. I don't think Derek wants to hear from me. I think Derek wants to keep guessing. All right. What else you got, Derek? <laughs> Where the streets have no name? I don't know. That'd be kind of sweet. <laughs> um. Let's see. Britney Spears? Let's see. Britney Spears. How is that any worse than what I said? <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. Maybe like a theme song from an old TV show. How about, I'm going to go with the A-Team theme song. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, that's dun, fair. Dun, dun. I think he might just do Oops, I Did It Again and call it a day. Okay. Get around that. I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I gave you like 10. What do you want me to say? All right, next question. So tell us, uh, we're, t- we're, t- we're talking about what's coming up. In Summit Strength and the Training for Trekking podcast. Like, give us the uh, plug of what's coming up and um, where we can find you and all that fun stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so yeah, as you mentioned before, the the podcast itself, there's been a couple little hiatuses this year. Um, just sometimes I lose a little bit of the, the gift of the gab. Um, I've what? got all these ideas and I sit down and record and I try to record an episode like 10 times. I'm like, it's just not really? coming out. So, podcast, you know, a bit hit and miss at the moment, but we'll see how okay. we go. Um, but for Summit Strength, um, you know, some really, really exciting things in regards to, you know, our online personal training for hikers. You know, we're always looking at sort of expanding our offerings and doing what we're doing. Um, it's been really cool this year. We've kind of been like building out our education series. So um, we've always put a big emphasis into education around, you know, um, nutrition and recovery and all of this stuff for our clients. But but this year we've got, added some cool things in. We've got um, a mental strength and mindset expert who's been doing some cool talks around us, so things yeah. on that. Um, we've added in some extra like deeper science modules, which people are kind of uh, uh, getting into a little bit. Uh, we've even got like a, 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 a women's health module, which you've got an expert um, doing some some great things on that as well that's coming out. Mm. So yeah, some really exciting things coming out with Summit nice. Strength. Really, it's a case of us just helping everyday hikers and, and kind of building things up and people who are gearing into their trips for 2020 or 2024 coming up now. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, right. So yeah, it's just cruising all. So if anyone is interested in getting a little bit of help with their with their training for hiking, training for backpacking, mountaineering, or the whatever trail adventures, yeah, come and find us at, at summitstrength.com.au. Um, you can kind of check out what we do, check out our programs. If you want to have a bit of a chat, you can find a bit of time in our calendar. We can uh, have a bit of a conversation from there. But um, and always happy to chat with any any aspiring hiker or any aspiring aspiring adventurer. I love that. I love that. Oh, and I'll yeah. say firsthand, yeah. like you're, if you guys contact this guy, he's going to teach you something. He's always teaching us something as well. Yeah. Just a well of knowledge. So bite-sized podcast episodes, training for trekking, and then he he will personally train you to the point where even if you do have a setback or some sort of frustration, like you will be able to handle it without smashing trekking poles. This is your your go-to guy for sure. Rowan, man, you're always the best. Thanks yes. for putting up with our nonsense while we interview you. Um, you gave us a lot of good information to to chew over and to respond to. So thanks again for your time, awesome. man. Awesome. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me on. So, man, what did you think about Rowan the legend and all of this uh, crazy, you know? So, interesting stuff. You know the whole, like, walkout music thing? Yeah. Uh, you had some fun with that, actually. You were going, you were just pumping those songs out, man. I liked it. Of course. So, this is a weird part of my history, but I had a buddy who was, like, who got, for a short period of time, way into, like, the WWE, NWO Ooh. stuff. Oh. And so he he got into like some entry level stuff where he was helping with the production side of things. And he asked okay. me to help him on a weekend. 
And so I went down to one and they had me running the intro music for all these like entry level wrestlers. Wow. That's bold. Yeah. So, yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know what I was doing. And so, so they had, so all these entry level wrestlers are like handing me their, their tapes. Like it was really, I mean, it was, it wasn't a time when we were using tapes, but it was just like that kind of rinky dink of a, a program there. But their yeah. premier wrestler was a guy named Al Catraz. <laughs> and he was slacking like yes. he was up wrestling soon and he didn't get me his music and so i was like hey i told one of the other wrestlers i was like hey you go tell alcatraz he doesn't get me his music i'm playing britney spears for the walkout music please and don't I, let it happen yeah and i was told he like sprinted to his car to get his stuff and um i don't think he made it big though have you heard of him no okay. alcatraz i wouldn't alcatraz, remember that's yeah. that's an amazing name actually yeah that's anyway what do you think about like mma to kind of mix up training to kind of refreshing things so to speak do you like that idea um no no um i think if you're about to do something huge like he was and uh, you're gonna start fighting uh, might get injured i don't know might get he's, he's younger than us man he, like he's getting guess, injured he's true. like oh it's better in a couple days like for us that's like six months right there six <laughs> months that's that's you i'm more like i'm a week i'm a week okay so you don't like ma training i would do it i just I think the the risk with it is that if you are doing it for fitness and you're partnering or sparring with somebody who's not, they could jack you up and there's, you have no right. recourse. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that would be the risk. That would be the risk. Okay. Getting hurt. Any other takeaways you have from him? No, I mean, he always has good tips. I mean, the pacing, slowing down the pace, the snacks, you know, all these things, these little things do add up. He's right. I mean, um, you know, as far as like getting your muscles and your body used to doing the same motions on the trail is going to save you energy and all these other things. Okay. I mean, he's, he's just always a good guy to listen to and like take note from. So let me ask you this, how many, cause he mentioned, you know, like eat more than you think you need. And we're going to actually explore that very thought, like more specifically in our next episode, if you had to predict, so days like we had on our last trip, which were tougher days, higher, you know, more elevation in this and that, how many calories do you think a guy like you should have per day? If you had to guess, like ballpark it for me. Yeah. Eating more than normal. Yeah, eating more than you think you need. Oh, I'd say probably like 2,500 to 3,000. Okay, so on a typical day, like no exercise, definitely no exertion, your typical, I want to say, it's isn't it 2,000 calories a day for an adult male, I want to say, on average? So you're just going to up it by... Five, average. Yeah, so you're going to up it by 500 yeah. to 1,000 calories with all that exertion. Yes. Okay. With all that all exertion. Right. I mean, how my how my shoulders don't have the same issues you do, and, and I have a better pack weight usually, okay. so yeah. According to a source we're going to look at in our next episode, not even close. Like, not what even What is it, close. like 3,000 more? We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Just going to... We're going to tease that a little bit. Okay. I don't, even know how I don't even know how I'd fit that in my... That And yeah, that's the conversation we're going to have, because there's some shocking information here that we're going to have, but... um. Again, Ron, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for partnering with our podcast. He's always a great guest, and he always puts up with us. So, do you have trivia this time? We got trivia. We okay. got uh, we got health on the trail trivia. We got history trivia. We got a little bit of everything today. A little potpourri. Okay, <laughs> get the health. How does the history relate? Well, you know, you got to know your you got to know where you come from, so you know where you're going, Carl. How does that relate to this episode? How does that relate? Potpourri <laughs> trivia coming up right after this. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. 
Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. The 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history. Designed by John Browning, the 1911 was the standard-issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt. Whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load. Without the right boots, you could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge. At Midway USA, we make selecting boots for your next hunt easier. With just a few clicks of a mouse, you can decide on what's important, like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. I've got two great resources for you to improve your performance on the trail. The first one is to go check out the Training for Trekking podcast by our good friend Rowan Smith. He knows what he's talking about. His easily consumable episodes will give you tips to strengthen your body and reduce injury while out in the backcountry. The next resource is Rowan's Facebook group, Training for Hiking and Trekking. I've joined the group and found a mix of information and inspiration while being part of a community. Both are great resources by Rowan Smith that'll help you go faster than Derek while out on the trail. All right, what you got for me? We got some uh, we got some stuff for you here. I think you're going to do okay on this. I, I think you're okay. going to pass this. You have proven me wrong many a time. <laughs> so here we go. Number one. All right. Uh, okay, so I checked on a website called, uh, according to, uh, I think it was Cle- the Cleveland Clinic, a health clinic, there are nine benefits of hiking. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but I want you to see if you can name three of those on the list. The benefits of hiking outdoors, how is it going to physically improve or help you in your life okay i don't know how general or how specific i've got to go here like obviously physical fitness is going to be a common one i mean give me a little bit more than that give me a little specific yeah okay it's like you it's going to increase your aerobic capacity aerobic capacity yeah okay that's okay i don't know how this is tough this is is very vague right now what think about what you're doing outside? How is this going to okay. help you? What's it going to help in your body? Like, what are you what are you improving? Aerobic capacity. You're gonna you're gonna be. It's gonna improve your mood. It's gonna improve your. So the, just being mm. outside and being out in God's creation is going to allow you to ha- basically, yeah, not be as depressed or kind of skulking around like Derek does in the house. So skulking. Yeah, skulking. A lot of skulking. But aerobic yeah. capacity is not one. So physical fitness. It's going to strengthen your muscles your trail muscles your joints your yeah muscles and bones bones. that is correct okay give me one more guess give me one more guess muscles and bones anxiety depression 
Uh, vitamin D. You didn't get some some uh, vitamin D time. Some vitamin D time, which uh, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that because okay. it's 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 saying that the more vitamin D you get, it actually helps reset your sleep and you get a better sleep due okay. to vitamin D. So I'm going to give you that. So it's good. Right. Ding ding ding. There's also like increases decreases potential diabetic stuff. Um, it can improve your balance, improve your arthritis. It could has oh. the potential to reduce heart disease, helps with obesity, lowers your blood pressure. So a lot of, a lot of a lot of good things from going How outside. With arthritis, what is that? I don't know. It was something about. Well. Wait, I think I have it right here. Let me pull it up real quick here. Okay. It was something about. Do you have arthritis? Is that why? You get old. I think like the onset in one of my hips. My hips are just yeah. Oh really? Okay. Dying. Uh let's see. But, 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 hiking is an easy way to get to uh, take it. Get your heart rate up at a. Okay, so get your heart rate up at a certain range where you might have to. Uh, let's see. Aerobic capacity. I literally said that. It's like an easier way to get your heart rate going without exerting too much. And so it's, uh, what does it say here? Even if you're going to be at a slower pace, you'll, you'll, you'll be, we're watching you read a website. You'll be able to uh, get your heart rate up while still walking. (laughs) So you don't have to have all that impact. So it's not as much impact on your body. So it's going to be better on your joints and areas. Where's your arthritis? You have like tooth arthritis. What do you have? <laughs> I are I arthritis, something ridiculous. Okay. Making fun of people with arthritis. Uh you're gonna win a lot of people over that. Making right? fun of you with fake okay. arthritis is what I'm doing. Yes. Fake arthritis. Fake hypochondriac <laughs> hypochondriac arthritis is a condition uh that Carl suffers from. And uh he's in therapy, guys. He is in therapy oh Okay, here's a question. I'm trying, trying to make people feel bad for me. Is that the thought? Is that why we do that? People feel bad for you for many reasons. I know. So why would I need to make up stuff? <laughs> you bring it you bring it upon yourself. You know? Okay. You bring right. it next question. Hey, next question. Next okay. Question. Which have you hurt the most on the trail? Is okay. it your feet, your back, your shoulders, or your pride? Which have you hurt? Which have you hurt? That's the question. Which have you hurt the most? We literally just did an episode where we messed up nine different times on a single backpacking trip. So um, I don't know if we have any pride left at this point. I think we've been humbled beyond Mm. belief. Feet? I mean, there's so many different ways you can hurt your feet. Yeah, but which have you hurt the most? Yeah. My feet. You're going feet. I've had lots of feet injuries. I was going to say you've hurt your pride the most, but. um, No, I don't have any pride left, man. Like, listen to this podcast. Did you have a lot left? To, to lose or what? Is it, zero. Yeah, zero pride. It was gone along. Point. Okay, so that's yeah. your claim. All right. My, my answer was pride because I think you just keep it. But I'll give you foot. I'll okay. give you foot because you do have a lot Thank of you. foot issues. I do. And then you don't tell me about them until after the trip. Strangely not stink foot like you do. So that's one That's thing. not a thing, but um, we'll, stink we'll go Stink foot? With. You don't think people's feet are stinky? Stink foot? Is that a medical term? No, but it's just Exactly. Thank you. Moving foot. on. Uh, okay. What is the earliest known? You're two for two-ish. Two for two-ish. What is the earliest known date of people hiking for fun? Mm. Okay. I'm going to give you some options here. This is hard. This is a hard one. Okay. Is it in the years 1400 to 1500, 15 to 16, 16 to 17, 1750 to 18, or was it yesterday? trying to think i know in back to the future they were shocked when uh marty mcfly was going to run for fun that's a good gauge that's that's 1800s probably historically accurate so uh was it was 1800s was that one of them it was 1750 to 1800 i'll go that one you're going that one yeah just because of back to the future incorrect it was uh 1500 to 1600 okay yeah how did i miss that i have no idea no idea (laughs) Fair question. Fair question. Fair question. All right, you got two out of two and a half ish out of three. I'm gonna give it to you. 
Okay. Well done. All right. Well done. What do we got? Any tidbits? What do we got today? We got some tidbits? We got a couple. Okay. So we got All a right. reaction. I said reaction to kind of like, I think it was last episode where we were, we were kind of talking about Ranger Annie. Oh, and we had yeah. uh, Chris comment about how he's had multiple Ranger encounters. One of the Grand Canyon who was talking to, so basically there was a sign that said like where a water source typically is. They have like, you know, faucets or fountains somewhere at the bottom. Um, there were signs basically saying that that water source was shut off, so he couldn't get it. Hmm, but right. he had a ranger saying, no, 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 actually, it's still turned on. Right. So let me ask you, Derek, what do you do in that situation? Do you believe the ranger or the sign? Oh, God. I'm always, I don't know. I mean, in our experience, I think I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Oh, that's always a hard one. Sign? I'm going to go sign. I'm sad I'm leaning away from the rangers because they just mess up so much. Well, and and that's and Chris you know? said he looked the ranger in the eye. It sounded like it's almost I said, threatening. I read that. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. yeah, and so but he so the ranger was actually correct there, um, but then he had other he had like a ranger and a rangers encounter in Canyonlands. He's he was letting us know that he appreciated us you know talking about our Canyonlands trip because he went there as a result and he loved it. But he was yeah. confirming he was at the right trailhead, and there was five rangers standing at the trailhead, and basically right. none of them could confirm he was at the right trailhead. No. Correct. Um, I think that, so. My interpretation of that story is that the rangers were wanting to talk to each other and not to Chris, and he just kind of rolled up at the wrong time. They're like, figure it out. Yeah. Most okay. Just to clarify, most of the rangers that we encounter are super friendly, and they're the best people, and we appreciate everything they do for national parks, national forests, etc. We've just had ex- some interesting encounters, and we don't always trust their trail intel, but we still respect them and honor them is that fair i think we all do try okay. to i mean i think you uh, get a little out of line with ranger annie but okay. other than that again, i think again all right other thing is yeah we we haven't had a re- we we had reviews last episode but those are stored up for a while we haven't had a review on apple in a while so if you're listening to us on apple podcast we would appreciate a five-star review yeah check out patreon we have some pretty we got a couple saucy episodes coming out that i think you will be very interested in saucy. some bonus episodes one is one was out actually last week and then we just p- keep pumping out bonus episodes every month and they add three add free episodes every week not to mention yeah the other stuff as well. Yep. Pat- Patreon trips. Yeah. Just yeah, just jump on the Apple, throw down a throw down a quick review. A funny quip. Whatever. For sure. That's all I got, my friend. That, that was good. That's all I got. Guys, uh, again, pleasure. Season seven underway. Strong start. We will see you next time, guys. Remember, if you need to have some snacks, like Rowan was saying, just grab a few of those bugs and slugs on the way. It's gonna give you some good protein. We will see you next time. Yeah, there's a there's a pace. We were talking about pace and you know, slowing down to help your your fellow hikers, you know, stay on track. And um, Carl developed this thing. I think it's because he has weak shoulders, guys. We've been over this like time and time again. He calls it the the packless pace. I don't I don't know. Like we all carry our packs, but he doesn't. And he's like dragging it with a rope, and he thinks it's faster. I don't know. So packless pace. If you ever hear him say that, run. And do not carry any of his weight because he will suck you in.